Yemio chapter 41. At the end of chapter 40, Gedaliah, the governor, appointed by Bavel to be in charge of the Jews who stayed in the land, were allowed to stay in the land, was warned by Yochanan and by others that Yishmael ben Netanya is out to kill him. And in fact, not only that, but Yochanan, in speaking to Gedaliah at the end of the previous chapter, said, I will secretly kill Yishmael, and no one will know, wouldn't be connected to you, and this way will remove this impediment, because he threatens to destroy the remnant that we have. And Gedaliah, an innocent person, well-intentioned, a good person, but naive in a certain way, says, I don't accept this. You're speaking Puri of Nishmael. Sheker dover el Yishmael. What you are saying about Yishmael is not true. Unfortunately, what Yochanan said to Gedaliah is true, as we read in our chapter, chapter 41. Came to pass by Chodesh Hashvi'i, Bo Yishmael ben Netanya ben Elishama, Mizera Hamucha, Rabbi Hamelech, Rasra Anashimito, El Gedaliah ben Achikam Hamitzpata, so Yishmael came of royal descent, Yishmael of royal descent, one of the king's commanders, came with ten men to Gedaliah, and they ate together there at Mitzpah. Yishmael arises, he kills Gedalia, he kills the men that are with Gedalia, he kills the Babylonians that were there as well, because he was appointed by Bavel. He kills all of those people. All of them were killed by Yishmael. Here are there several features that are significant. First of all, we're told that it's not Yishmael himself. Aseret Anoshimito, he comes with ten men. Secondly, that prior to killing Gedalia, he comes there and they eat bread together. And the eating bread together, eating together in the Bible, often carries with it a significance beyond simply the act of eating. It's often a, an act of alliance, allegiance, covenant. When Yitro comes to visit Moshe in the desert, he eats bread together with Aaron and the elders. So it's often connected to an agreement. And over here, in terms of Yishmael, the chapter, on one hand, makes the point that perhaps one of the motives of Yishmael is that he had wanted a coveted position for himself. He sees Gedalia's role as governor as, in a way, in opposition to his own role, because after all, Yishmael, we are told, is Mizera Hamrucha. He's from royal descent. But in addition to that, here too, as we saw earlier in the book of Yirmiyahu, there are overtones of the Joseph story. First of all, he comes with ten men. And we know that in the story of Joseph, it's the ten brothers, actually, who 
are involved in the ultimate sale of Joseph. They cause his sale. And they initially intend to kill him. They throw him in the pit. And the pit has no water. And when Joseph is in the pit, presumably he will die in the pit. They sit down to eat bread. Now in the Torah, the eating of the bread is the brothers eat bread in contrast to Joseph, who's in the pit, and the pit has no water. And over here, the ten conspiring amongst themselves, joining with Yishmael, and here they're joining with Gedalia as well. So the pretense of coming in as supporters of Gedalia, and then the realization, of course, that quite the opposite is true. They are here to trick Gedalia, who's somewhat naive. They kill Gedalia and all the men that are with Gedalia. But the name Yishmael cannot be an accident. Of course, in the text, there are no accidents. And we remember in the story of Yosef that Joseph was sold into slavery by the caravan. The Torah says that the brothers were eating, and they looked up. In chapter 37 of Breshi, Genesis 37, they looked up. There was a caravan of Ishmaelite traders coming from Gilad, and they were carrying delicacies, goods, to bring down to Egypt. Joseph is brought down to Egypt by traders who pick him out of the pit. It could be the Midianites, and the Midianites, in turn, it would appear in the Torah, sell Joseph to the Ishmaelites, and the Ishmaelites bring Joseph to Egypt. As it says in chapter 39, Joseph was brought down to Egypt, Miyada Yishmaelim, Toshama. So probably in this, the best reading of the Torah seems to be along the lines of the Rashbam, the brothers contemplated his sale. In the interim, though, Midianite traders pull him out of a pit, and they in turn sell him to the Ishmaelites who were traveling down to Egypt. And that's significant over here, because over here, it's the Ishmael who destroys the remnant of the Jewish people in the land. And at the end of this chapter, the remaining Jews, those that actually fight against Yishmael and are able to retrieve those that Yishmael has taken hostage, because in the chapter, as the chapter unfolds, Yishmael does more damage. He sees a group of people headed to bring a sacrifices of some sort. In verse number five, there's a group of people who are coming to bring some kind of offering to God. And Yishmael goes out to greet them. And he's crying. And he says to them, let me bring you to Gedalia ben Achikam. And when he brings them there, he slaughters them. And he throws them into a bar. He throws them into a pit. Once again, we have the pit over here. The pit that we encountered earlier in the Yermia story, which reminded us of Joseph. And the pit that we have in chapter 41, once again, reminding us of the Joseph story. And there, we're told, after he slaughters the people, that there are ten survivors that he doesn't kill because they promised to bring him delicacies. The rest are thrown into the pit. And the pit to which the others are thrown Asa. 
מפני באשר מלך ישראל. אותו מילא ישמעאל בן נתניהו חרורים. The sister in the pit, which Ishmael threw all the corpses of the man he had killed in the affair of Gedalia, was the one that King Asa had constructed on account of King Basha of Israel. Basha, king after Yeruvam, after the dynasty of Yeruvam, is at war with King Asa of Judah. There's a civil war. And that pit was the pit that Asa had constructed in the context of a civil war. And the reason I think that the chapter mentions that is because here, too, we have a kind of civil war. We have a division. Some people want Gedalia to be the governor. Yermio is one of them, but there are others. So the idea of disunity continues in the chapter with very grievous consequences. But here there are ten survivors of the second massacre. And what's interesting is that after all this takes place, we're told that Yochanan and all of his soldiers chase after Yishmael. They hear what Yishmael has done. They chase after Yishmael. And they are set to fight against Yishmael. And in verse 13 of the chapter, when Yishmael sees, When the people that had been captured by Yishmael see that Yochanan is coming, by Yishmael they rejoiced, and they run back to Yochanan ben Kareach, and Yishmael escapes. He goes back to Ammon. We remember from the previous chapter that Gedaliah had been warned that the king of Ammon is out to make trouble. King of Ammon wants to destroy the possibility of a rebirth of the Jewish people in the land, a rebirth which is attracting Jews from other lands as well, including Ammon. He wants to stop that. That's a factor in the story. So Yochanan runs back to Ammon. He escapes back to Ammon. And now Yishmael escapes back to Ammon, and Yochanan now has the people with him. And when Yochanan brings the people, together with the officers, bring back the people that he had taken, retrieved from Yishmael, and it says in verse 17, Vayechu vayeshvu v'gerut kimham asher eitzel beit lechem v'olechet lovo mitzrayim. So Yochanan and his soldiers bring the people back, and they encamp at Gerut Kimham, near Bethlehem, near Bethlehem, on the way to go to Egypt. So they're thinking about going back to Mitzrayim. That's a very important point. In the Torah, the Yishmaelim bring Joseph to Egypt. In the story over here, indirectly on account of Yishmael, because he killed Gedaliah, and these people feel there's no hope in the land. Because the Babylonians will be upset that the Jews have killed Gedalia, and they're headed off, they intend to go to Mitzrayim. As it says explicitly, Kasdim, in verse 18, the last verse of the chapter, because of the Babylonians, So the intention is to go down to Egypt. Now, in the next chapter, we'll deal with this question about going down to Egypt. Because going down to Egypt is something which appears to be very negative and, in fact, is extremely negative. And this will be the issue of the next chapter. What is the next step? Can you stay in the land? 
even though Gedalia has been assassinated? Or must you leave? And if you must leave, to where do you go? Do you go to Bavel? Unlikely. If you think the Babylonians are angry that Gedalia was killed on your account. So where would you flee? Presumably you might flee to those that are the typical enemies of the Bavel, which in the book of Yirmiyahu would be Mitzrayim. So that's the thinking, presumably, of Yochanan and his group. He's encamped in a place, and they're considering the possibility of going down to Mitzrayim. Now how this plays out, we will see in the next chapter.